I reached over the desk and took hold of a handful of the clerk's jazzy tie. Where does this he hang out? When a guy stands me a drink, I like to thank him personally. How much did he give you to pull that gag about compliments of the management? He's... The face close to mine grew a trifle mottled as I tightened my grip. Was anything wrong with the rye, sir? As rye goes, it was all right, I told him. But it wasn't improved by the mickey that the kind donor slipped in it. Stop asking questions and answer mine. How much did you get and where is your modest friend right now? You mean it was... drugged? Now you're getting wise. That's just what I do mean. I twisted the tie until the knot bit into his scraggy neck. Where is he? And if you lie to me, it'll be too bad. For you. You're choking me, he said in a dry voice. His eyes were popping and his skin had gone all blotched and muddy. Let me go. He's in room 19. It's next to yours. For the second time that night, I said, Thanks. And I let him breathe again. What name did he use in your register? Scriven. He's from San Francisco. I took it for granted he knew you. I guess he did know me at that. Can't see him going around putting knockout drops in a stranger's liquor, can you? No. He had got some of his color back, and he was mapping out my features with eyes like aerial cameras. That'd be silly. You can't do a thing like that to a guy you don't know. Doesn't make sense. That's what you think, I said. But maybe you're right. Or is it an old Santa Anita custom? You see, I don't know him. At least not as Scriven. He wasn't quick enough to stop me catching hold of one of his lapels. Did he arrange this before I checked in or after? After. He rang for me and asked me to get him three glasses and a bottle of ginger. Three? Did you wet the baby's head as well? I don't drink, he said in the kind of voice he might have used if I'd charged him with committing rape. All I got was a dollar for bringing him the glasses and taking one on a tray. Do. He went all shifty-eyed again, and his dentures were clicking nervously. He didn't offer me any, so I didn't have to refuse. You're a lucky guy, I told him as I released his lapel. First time I've appreciated that there might be a virtue in being on the wagon. You couldn't be mistaken about the room number, could you? I'm not likely to forget it, in view of what's happened. Wrong again. I said. If you want to stay lucky, you're going to forget it. Room 19 and the hospitable Mr. Scriven just don't exist any longer as far as you're concerned. And I walked slowly to the foot of the stairs and made owl eyes at him over my shoulder. At the same time, you can forget our little conversation. If you're ever tempted to think about it, remember, there are worse things than the demon drink. When you come to write your reminiscences... Tonight is a complete blank. Savvy? 
I tapped my coat pocket and stared at him like Billy the Kid, Al Capone, and Dillinger all rolled up in one. From now on, you're not a hotel clerk. You're a clam, with the lid shut. And if you hear any strange noises from Mr. Scriven's room, you're stone deaf as well. Do I make myself clear?'